Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. What we created was a world that didn't exist. Yeah. What we didn't fit into was a world that existed. Yeah. So we created our own world that made sense to us. A whole new world. Don't and what, you dare close. I know your we talk eyes. a lot about that. Musical interlude. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Okay, this, this is sponsor- brought to you by Cat and Ad, uh, Mum Truth book. If you haven't picked up your copy yet, you can buy a book anywhere you desire in the desire section. And if you'd like to listen to the audiobook, you can also do that if you'd like to hear our voices. We also have the Mom Truth game, which is a fun night out with your ladies. Mom Truth 
game.com or on our website. <laughs> and you can go come visit us in real life on oh, any oh, stage, oh, on any stage in North America. America. I'm not sure what stage, but you know what? Coming to a stage near you. I have to tell like you something. That, I like that. You have a booger on your nose. Oh my God, you have green in your tooth. Okay, let's well, see. let's do this. Oh, wow. Where should I put it? Just like on my pants? Why it take you so long to tell me? Um, I, I meant to at the restaurant and, and then, then I you forgot. forgot and you were on fire. Oh and you my were gosh. like a thing. So just be, this is actually um, relevant to the podcast. We did a Facebook Live this week and we had um, a pretty in-depth conversation about <laughs> what it means mm-hmm. when we say go fuck yourself. Oh gosh, we're going to go there, eh? Now, Kat says that what she means is like, I'm going to have my Yesterday opinion. Yesterday I meant that. Oh, today could be different? I mean, it's just kind of fun. Like, yeah, it's fun. Like, who cares? Go, like, who fucking cares? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Okay, okay. Today it means who cares. Got it. Like, you know, just like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, there you go, guys. Um, I just unlocked my phone and things flew out of it. I didn't mean to, though. I meant to put it on silent. That's funny. And you think it means masturbate? Oh, sorry. So yesterday, Kat thought it meant like I've got my opinions. It's fine. You take your opinions and do whatever you want with them. Go fuck yourself. Today, it means who fucking cares? Go fuck yourself. It kind of same thing. Okay, yeah, a bit same, different. Same. Bit different. Bit different. And then I thought to myself, to tell someone to go fuck themselves is actually such a nice, kind thing to say. It's saying <laughs> basically, you deserve a break. Go masturbate. Okay. Like, how kind. Like, if someone tells me to go fuck myself, I'm like, thank you. Is there an area where you suggest that I could do this? Right. Where is, where is, the, is there, like, a where, you you know, there's nursing stations? Yeah. Where's the masturbation yeah. station? I'm in the airport. <laughs> One, two oh dollars masturbation. Oh, my God. It's like when we have these conversations and something just comes out that is the most genius idea. Yeah, masturbation. A masturbation station <laughs> in the airports. Because the public washrooms are just, there's cracks in between the walls. Oh, you can't masturbate in the bathroom. No. I mean, you might get arrested if that, like, you probably would get arrested. I mean, why would you? It's a public space. So you can't masturbate in public? (laughs) No. If the door's closed. What? Like, if you're in a stall. Is that illegal? Uh, Are you making noises? (laughs) Okay, let's, in this case, I am not a girl, I'm a boy. Do they know you're masturbating? And it's a boy. Yeah, you can hear, can't you hear when guys masturbate? uh, (laughs) I don't know, does that make a sound? Like slapping. Yeah, like something like there. I don't know what it. I don't know. I, <laughs> I mean, they must be smacking it against something. No. So, so you think that masturbating doesn't uh, a boy doesn't make any sound? Um, I feel like it makes a sound. Okay. Well, we, uh, if there's a man listening, does it depends how I don't actually know. Maybe if you have lube, it sounds like it sounds like this. Okay. Perfect. I'm so glad you're going there for us because you know what? They're driving to work and they wanted to hear what a man masturbating sounded like. And you know what they said? My life is complete. Natalie taught me how a man masturbates, the sound of it. And I am now. But you didn't answer my question. If I'm I'm not a man and I don't watch men masturbate. Okay, but here's a question. If you're in a if you're in a public washroom, oh my god! The if you're in a public wash, oh my god! If you're in a public washroom and you're a man and you're masturbating, is it illegal? Um, probably not. But okay. I mean, it depends how offensive it is. If they know it, you are doing it. It's probably some because you could be getting you could be masturbating about the guy taking a pee in the urinal. You know what I mean? Well, like, you're probably masturbating with the flight attendant from the flight before. Well, you could let them know that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> depends what urinal you're in. Anyways, this is the we were number one on the business podcast for a while because uh, we talk about things that are important. Exactly, we bring to you an entrepreneurial spirit that you never knew existed, like men masturbating in the airport washroom. You know why? We're, we're successful not number, entrepreneurs. We're not number one anymore. Yeah, we are. We're, 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 this, one, this is going to be it. Okay, got it. Okay. This, this, is, this podcast is going viral. viral. Watch it. No, one of the reasons that we are successful at being entrepreneurs, one of the things is is that you have to just be free with your thoughts, mm. your creativity, and your mind. Preach it, girl. So talking about masturbating in a bathroom sounds a little weird, but it's probably something entrepreneurs think about a lot. Don't think so. <laughs> Actually, guaranteed, most, most, I think that's just a cat and nat thing. I'm not, actually a nat thing, not even, oh. not, I don't, I don't want to think, it. anyways. Debatable. Um, I don't want to think about a guy masturbating ever. That's um, not hot. Like, no, I, no, it's, oh, it yeah, seems that's pathetic. so sexy. I think I have a sinus infection, by the way. Anyways. Oh, shit, are you having vertigo? No, it's like pain in my, you know, in my sinuses oh, and I've had it, a cold for so long. Back to the podcast, okay. which is so interesting about entrepreneurship because mm-hmm. entrepreneurship and life lessons often go hand in hand. Have you ever noticed that? Like yes. you can take lessons from an entrepreneur yep. and apply it into life. Like so even to children. Anything. Parenting. Yep. Like even at work. Because I was, I was, I know we've talked about like success and how, what, what is actually the definition of success. And so much of society has told us what's successful, what looks good, what looks right, what we should um, do. And I was like, entrepreneurs actually don't think that way. You have to think outside the box yep. because if you go with the, the trajectory that is the norm, you're never able to, um, to come up with anything outside of what the norm is. And so when I was like, when you, why you and I don't ever get nervous of failure or get nervous of not succeeding is because there's an, our brain, there's no definition of success like normal people. Like we're not like this. If we do this, we're failing. If we don't do this, this is successful. So for us, it's like, we're like, it's, Our, it's a feeling. It's not an achievement. Yeah, which is yeah, which is hard to describe. To be honest, it really to other is. People, because you know, to other people, getting an A on the test or getting a promotion or doing um, graduating that cl- class or course—that's success. That's easy to measure. You know, and nothing that has nothing that has equaled uh, nothing that is that you can measure for us has equaled our success. No. Nothing that we've done that that is quote unquote mainstream or like what people are supposed to do has is why we're here today. And you know what also is hard for us, although a lot is so enjoyable and amazing about everything, but one, one thing that's hard is that trying to, people will give you advice and sometimes you hire people, you work with people and they give advice. But when it's your own like creative journey and your own creative business, it's hard to take in. Okay. It's hard to take advice from other people that are really smart because you don't know if that necessarily should apply to you and your business. That's for life. It is for life, but that's so tricky because it's like we could hire the most brilliant person ever to give us some advice and we would not be able to sit and just accept it because, because, because that's advice that's in general advice. Ours is so specific. You would need to give us advice. It's subjective. To give us advice, you would need to know our business and our journey inside and out. Yes. I, yes, yes. I, I agree with that, but not even just to us. I think 
God, this is so big in my brain. Sometimes it's hard to take the big things and put them down, eh? Yeah. A yeah. lot's called life. Yeah. You know what? Go unless ahead, it's a, Unless it's a penis. Um, what? Like, it's a hard thing to take it down. You could take down a dick. Right. Any day of the week. Yeah. Anyone can I'll take t- it. I'll take it down. Dead dick's easy to take down, actually. They'd like you to take a dick down. Dick, take a dick down. It's not easy take to take a dick it, down. It isn't easy to take a dick down your throat, though. Well, depends who you are. I guess Cardi B likes it. And a python. You know, they could swallow a dick in a heartbeat. That's true. Go but on. You know? Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I just think you have a small throat, deep mouth. Hey, um, I didn't say it was hard for me. Oh! <laughs> right, you're an expert. Got it. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Yes, I, boss. I, I, what? Yes, boss. Yes, what's that one? I don't know. That's I just new. said it. I, I don't know why I said it. Later on, was it? Um, I mean, <laughs> there you go. Shit, take those big, weird. take those big things and take put them down. Take that big dick and take it yeah, down. Take it down. Mary Barris is gonna love that one, eh, Mary? <laughs> You're gonna, we're gonna quote us on that one. Okay, put, um, put it down. Take I, that I, big okay. thing and put it down. I was gonna say that everything that feels okay in life, we're taught. To follow the rules in life, we're taught that if you're not that black is black and white. If there's black and white, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of gray. Mm-hmm. If you go gray, people don't know what to do with you, and they get scared about the gray, and they want to conform you back to the black or the white. Mm-hmm. So when we have kids, if you have a child who's not the mainstream, we all get nervous. Like, oh god, what are we gonna Where do? Are they this gonna is fit scary. Into the world? When you're an adult, people are like, you're weird. I don't know what to do with you. Hmm. But then there are some people who see that weird because they're like they're 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 risk takers in their job or whatever, and they see the gray and they go, "I want to do something with that gray. Yeah, that gray well, looks good." Or people are like, "I could." Yes, I agree. And, and or people are like, you know, I think that what 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 Nat and I are really good at is knowing what feels right to us. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is so hard to translate to people in life because we've been so misconstrued our whole lives about... about what what is right and what is wrong, but there is no right or what's right or wrong. It's what's right for you. And I think that when we live in this world where people are supposed to, you know, and I'm not talking about like, Curting people or like doing there's fundamental things that are wrong. I just mean when they said curting people, hurting. I'm I was like, gonna say I don't like, know what that means. Hurting, like don't hurt people. Yeah, don't hurt them. But I mean, don't, don't murder when, them. When when you're when you're um, in a space and you know so well what's right, that's really hard for people because it when it doesn't make sense, they're like, but that's not right, and I we're know. like, but it's right for us. And they're like, but it's it, this can't make sense. I know. And I'm like, but it makes sense. And just so you know, in the beginning years of this business, a lot of that was really hard for people because they wanted to tell us the right and wrong thing to do. Now, the window down, sorry. now we're more trusted, right? Now they they trust. They're like, I don't know what I, your fucking formula is. I actually, I I think that we're I think that we're considered. Uh, a, a wild, a, like, but people, there are some people in our lives that used to question, yeah, and now we're like, I don't know what your formula is, I don't know what it is, but it works. I, and the formula is our gut, and that's what's so fucked up because there's no way to scientifically prove that we're ever going to be right or wrong, other than maybe we're so intrinsically like on the pulse of what we do, and in terms of like our business and. You know, um, Sam, who works for us, she would love us to get into like the business world of where we sit down and we talk about why our formula works. Like she would love it if we could be like, our formula works like this. The only problem is if we were to sit down and analyze that formula, 
that would no longer, that would take a, that would discredit what Nat and I do for the two of us because it would be like us analyzing ourselves and having a conversation and overthinking it from a business perspective. And what we're really good at is helping women um, find out what they're good at and like being like, well, does this, why does this make sense to you? Not why does it make sense to everybody else, but why does this make sense to you? And then with that, okay, try this. But we could never be like, well, actually, you're all doing it wrong. You should be doing it this way. Uh, we don't. That would go against what, that would be like, that would be doing what we never wanted people to do to us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It would be doing, I think maybe though she would love it if we, if we could, if we could articulate in this industry right now, what I think is, is lacking in the entire world everywhere is like relationships and a community. And I see people online with huge followings, like huge followings, but just posting pictures of themselves, um, in beautiful positions and like in like looking aesthetically pleasing and people are, are this is who they're spending time with online and, and, and brands are like, okay, everyone's following that person. Let's get them to do something. And then I'm like, but what's the added value to the people? Like you're, they're going to see a product, but are, would, are people that dumb that they're like, aesthetic, just, it just does not make sense to me. That whole, this whole world we're in well, does not make sense to well, me. Well, unfortunately for a lot of these brands, what they what they haven't realized is that things have changed. They still want to play the game the way it was played before. That if you just see a product, then it will make you buy it. You know what I mean? Oh, they're crazy. Um, I'd but, rather watch a commercial than I would literally rather watch a commercial and you tell me how it works from you know the actor who you hired from the neighborhood than watch someone uh, post it. Like if I see a fucking Timmy blend, if you sell Timmy blends, I love you. But it's like I'm like, come on, this is doing nothing for me. But I'm curious if it works. I will not. I will. I will tell you. I'm curious. Well, I mean, the people. Do that, you think it works? What is it? It's like a tea, like flat tea, flat tea tummy. So you drink this? tea? I guess it's water. Yeah, it's just you drink water. Just How about drink, that? drink water and put flavor. Is in this it? the one that Chloe does and everyone's pissed yeah, at yeah, her for? Oh, they're mad at her for. Well, because they're like, what kind of an example are you setting that you're using like a diet, like whatever, to girls? I bet she made so much money. Oh God, yeah. I bet she made how much? Oh my gosh, like I, probably fifteen million. Probably or more. I know it gets to a point, and that's and then you know, oh gosh, it's so hard because. They're like, if you, you know, Kim has said, if you were in my position and this was your life and it was business and you were offered so much money to talk about a product, you tell me if you were in that position that you would just turn it down. Kim Kardashian said that. Something like that, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's not, it's not lately. It's the game. It's the fucking game you play. That's the game. That is, this is the game we play in. The only thing is, um, what they don't, what people sometimes don't take into consideration is that the community, like their Instagram community or their online following, um, is so trust is so trusting of the people they follow. I know that's that true. You can get that you can fuck with people, but that's kind of their issue. But I mean, if you're influencing them, if you're an influencer and you're influencing people's lives, you you are supposed to, or you maybe should take it seriously. If you were to tell your kids one piece of advice, yeah, like in terms of career or job or like you know everyone's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. Like, what would your, what would your advice be? Like, <clears throat> my advice is always something that like, um, 
it's pretty simple. It's do something that you find out what you love and do that thing because do you think everybody loves something? <clears throat> that's the thing. Is this what I'm saying? Is this is easier for us to understand, but people, a lot of people don't really know who they are. I know. And to find out who you are and then to find out what you love is, is easier said than done. Yes. It's like when people tell you, be your authentic self, be unique, be you. People are like, that's great. I, yeah, that'll set me apart. That'll make me happy. But what if I don't know how I differ from the person beside me? Yeah. What if I don't know what I love? Yeah. What if I don't know? The only thing is that, you know, they're going to spend all of their lives, most of their lives, the majority of their lives at that job. Do all of your siblings love their job? Uh, no. How many don't, would you say? Like, how many are waiting for Friday and how many are waiting for Monday? I don't think actually, I don't think anybody's waiting for Monday. Wow. But I also think that they have put themselves in some pretty great situations. Okay, so how many people in the world are waiting for Friday and how many are waiting for Monday? I would, if I was going to make a guess, yeah, you, guess. let's do a percent and you do say a number and I'll say a number. Okay. okay? I, are you ready? Yeah. You can't change it once I say it. I, I won't. Okay. I would say, honestly, 92% are waiting for Friday and 8% are waiting for Monday. I would go higher. I would say 98 are waiting for Friday the, and 2% are waiting for Monday. Yeah. I mean, if you have kids, everyone's was, waiting for Monday. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, but then I was thinking about all like the people who are like, like working, um, but a lot of people working in hospitals don't love it. I was going to say like nurses and all that, but a lot of them are just getting their shifts in, you know? So yeah, they probably- used to love the job until the, all the politics came in of like being like, you know, shitty pay or like what, like, you know, the, the, the bullshit that comes along with the job. Like, what do you think, what job do you think people do that they do? Like, what would be one job that you think that most of the people that do that job love their job? I think that not a lot of people love it. I think some people find it, it fulfills a service or a value in them. Like maybe people in the, who are service members in the army, yes. police officers, like they feel like they're providing. Okay. Right. They're they're They have added value to their life because they're putting good into the world. So I think sometimes people feel a sense of accomplishment, even though they don't love all aspects. I think that you can get like a feeling of you can fill a lot of buckets in your world through a job. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like a social I, worker, like I felt, okay. I'd never felt as at peace than when I was at work with, at social work. I knew it was what I was meant to be doing. Yeah. Like I never felt like I can't wait to get out of here. I was like, but I had a great job. I had a great situation. I, I had my students, like I loved what I was doing. Um, I feel like a surgeon. A uh, surgeon, I think they like their job. But some of them just live for the adrenaline. Like, they love, like, yeah. oh, my God. This, yeah. Like, they live for the fucking... You, I don't, what else seems like a really happy job? Happy. Like, a surgeon seems happy. I think they... Okay, I think they're happy in their job. Yeah, I think they're excited to get into surgery. Um, I don't think they're like, oh, fuck, another surgery. I... I on Pilots, maybe? I feel like pilots love their job. Yeah, that would be fun. I feel like, yeah. you know, I, feel yeah. like, I think people can love their job. I just don't know. I just don't know. I just think that like when I think of my kids and I think of this lesson and I think of what I'm doing and I think they see what I do and 
Um, I know my husband doesn't love his job, but he loves what he loves the the challenge of his job. Yeah, he wants he loves the challenge of trying to take something and make it into something. Yeah, but the days in, the days out, he's like because his passion was hockey. He had such a passion; it's all he knew, and he loved it. So to find that again, I'm like that's too shitty. shitty. It's too shitty. <clears throat> it's shitty that he had his passion had to expire. Exactly, it, it had to expire. Um, I, like I, you know, what I, he should maybe should have done. I think he would have liked coaching. Coaching and he would have been even I could, an like, amazing coach. I think he would like. I think he would like to be like a, um, a teacher. No, a, well, he's a good artist. Um, uh, an announcer. You know, uh, a lot of the he ex- did that ex- from yeah, but he are you sure he didn't like it? Not enough money. He needs to like for well, okay. him right now. Success in money go oh, hand in hand. Oh, okay. Like, well, he could be like one of the big guns. Oh, okay. He could like, be, like, like like Don Cherry. Oh, wow. Does he make a lot of money? I like, think so. Like Strahan. Exactly, exactly like Strahan. Um, I think. Can you picture Strahan having sex? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Isn't it my only. No, we're not. Shh. You love. Right. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He's so friendly. Yeah, he's amazing. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will marry him one day. Okay. Wow. I like that. You really? I might marry him. Shit, my pants if I meet him in person. Do you say marry or meet? Marry. You're gonna marry him. So you're gonna shit your pants when you meet him and then marry Don't you think we'd make a good couple? Think about him and think about me. I think you'd be what? I think you would date for a few months. I think you'd be great. Why do we break up? Uh I think he's more serious behind like I think he's not as like I think he's a good time, but I think that you need well we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Um, I'll tell you my advice I'd give my kids. Oh, right. I forgot to ask you. Go ahead. My, the advice I would give my kids is, I struggle with this a lot because a lot of people ask them, what do you want to do? And they're like, well, Chloe wants to be a unicorn. Girl, I love it. Like a fucking unicorn. I would sure. piss my pants right now if you told me. I would tell my kids, pick the job that makes the most amount of money. <laughs> 
Well, I, I say it, say it. I don't know. I, I actually, okay. I'm joking. Well, I know, but that's a reality. You don't have to take care of them. That's a reality. You know, like, can you make enough money to support yourself? Right. Yeah. Like what's a job? Like finding your passion is great and all, but does it pay the fucking bills? When my daughter's like, I want to be a dog walker. I'm like, okay, we might need to reevaluate. And I don't want to burst their bubble, but I also don't want to tell them that they can fly unicorns and be successful at it. You know, like, well, I hope, I hope she comes to that realization on her own at some (laughs) point. She's only three. She's got my older daughter's waiting to burst that bubble. You know, it's really shitty when she's four because it's coming really soon. That's so okay, let's not talk sad. about it. Go on. When she wants, yeah, she wants to be a unicorn, my little pookie. I, I just, I want them to know that you have to work. It's not an option. It's not a choice. That's right. Uh, I don't care if you're a girl or a boy. This is something you do. If you like it, it's a bonus. If you love it, it's a fucking cherry on top. But sometimes you have to do things you don't love or like, and. It, and you have to get, you have to pay your dues to get there. Absolutely. I don't want my children to think they can graduate and then walk into a job and be like, I didn't like it, so I left. Fuck no. You're gonna, you're gonna pay the bills and then you'll, on the, at nighttime, that sounds so harsh, but at nighttime, you can go find what you love. You know what I mean? You Absolutely. can go, you can go experiment on the weekends when you don't have a job to pay, but I, 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 I want I want my children to fucking understand that working hard and not working hard is is what you do. To doing get. doing what you love is a luxury. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you're you're don't be so privileged that you just think you get to find what you what you love. Because the majority of the world is not doing what they uh, love. A majority of the world's getting fucking water in a well and walking it to feed them. You know what I mean? I, have you had a job in the past that you couldn't wait for Friday? Yeah, yes. Tell, and, tell me one of them. I've been working since I was like, I've been yeah. working since I was 14. Me too. And uh, I didn't mind. I mean, I didn't mind hostess. I was a hostess. I was a waitress. I was a, um, actually, no, never. I always liked what I did. That's great. Oh, um, wait. I did work in a bank once, but I had a crush. What did you do in a bank? Oh, I worked in the bank for a long time during, so I was a summer student and I would do transfers. Like in an office? Yeah. In downtown. Who trusted you at a bank? I just had to like, uh, I just had to do some paperwork. I was sober. Like I was. <laughs> I didn't think you were drunk in the middle of the day. I mean, hi, wouldn't get high. No, I was. Okay. I was. I, Good news. And there was a cute boy beside me and we'd go for lunch every day. And the guy, yeah, he was cute. He's cute. Wait, I, cute. I think we ran into him. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was so Amazing. cute. He was so cute back then. We were so cute. He was cute. We yeah. were like 17 That's doing transfers together. Adorable. We were the two youngest. We always used to go for lunch together. That's cute. Did you ever kiss? Did we ever kiss? No, actually. That's actually fun. Those kind of those kind of crushes are awesome yeah, because no, they, just, we, if you kissed, it would have been ruined. We just liked each other. Yeah. Like, I like you. You like me. Let's go for lunch with all the grown-ups. You know oh what I mean? Oh my gosh, so cute. We are cute. Um, Ask me. <laughs> tell me. I'll tell you what, what's the question? <laughs> Stop it. Did you ever have a job you waited for Friday? Oh my God. I counted the minutes on my clock. How many? How many minutes? Like how many jobs? Why didn't you just ask me what job that was? Oh, I thought it was all the jobs. No. Oh, only one job. No. What, what job was it? It was working at a coffee shop in <gasps> high school. Okay. And because I was in high school and Wait, nobody else had a time job. out. She also did pedicures at a pedi- uh-huh. at a salon. Uh-huh. You did pedicures. Yeah, you, I hated that too. You scrub people's feet. Yeah. That blows 
my mind. mind. Yeah, it didn't last long. It was like a month. And you then, scrubbed feet. Yeah, and I said, I'm going on a vacation. They're like, you can't go. And I'm like, fuck you later. I like, I love that you did that, but you, you're, you're not a, you're not a person who touches people. No, it was terrible. Let alone touching someone's feet. And oh. not that, like, listen, a good pedicure is amazing, but you touching people, their feet. And just so you know, I wasn't good at it. I don't know why they hired me. I was, I did a bad job and I did a bad job. Sometimes people complained. They're like, this French manicure is terrible. I'm like, I told you guys I couldn't do it. Why'd you get me to do her nails? Anyways, that didn't work out. No, working at the coffee shop in high school for a couple of reasons. Number one, none of my friends had a job. I know. They got allowances. So I didn't get an allowance. So we're I had to be such mean moms because we're going to make our kids work. Yeah. Not get phones. No, yeah. Yeah. we're going to be mean. I know. I already got my daughter her first gig. Well, she got it for herself, but what is it? Where? She's picking up a girl. (laughs) She's picking up a girl from school and bringing her home for a couple of days because the babysitter isn't there. Whatever. Wow. It's not as juicy as you think. Okay. But it's a good, it's good, it's a good example of getting hired. And Taylor's like, well, I need to give her my resume. I'm like, well, you're already hired. I'm grade five and Mm -hmm. I have. I'm like, you're already hired. You probably don't need to give her your resume, but. They've really taught them how to, like, you know, apply for a job and baby, like, teaching That's great. babysitting and then negotiate your salary, all these things that are hard they're, they've taught them about. But the coffee shop was hard because I had to work late and I had to, I had to go really, really early in the morning and I had to work, like, the long shifts and everyone else was a grown up that worked there. That's terrible. And my friends would be like, oh, can you get off early to come out? And I was like, I, yeah. I can't. Nothing wrong. There's not, you know what, but the more, I'm so thankful. What, what has made me resilient and like who, why I can be who I am is because of all that I didn't have or get. Yeah. You oh, know, I know it's like those lessons. I'm like, I'm, you're so much better served when you feel like your kids don't have something. When you feel like your kids aren't getting things that everybody else is getting, you're doing them a favor, yeah. like actually a favor and they will grow up more well adjusted and, and, more everything. Do you think that parents who give their kids like a lot of the things they want, they're they're doing it, they're thinking that's um, that's being a good parent. Well, I have to tell you, a spoiled child is not someone who gets things. That's a right. A spoiled child. So if you, it's okay to spoil your, your giving your kids things isn't isn't what makes them spoiled entitled children. What makes them spoiled entitled children is people who placate them and who fix things and who um, make the world accustomed to them. For example, let's say the teacher calls and says, we have a problem, your child is doing this. You call the principal and you're like, my child doesn't have a problem. The teacher has a problem with the way they're handling my child. You have just taken your child's uncomfortable feelings and fixed it for them. So whenever they hit a certain situation, they don't feel they they can't handle it because mm-hmm. they've never had to handle it. Mm-hmm. And I think that so many parents are like, "Not my kid could, wouldn't." My, there's no way my kid would do that. And you're like, "Can you imagine that some parent? It's hard no, to believe that some parents some, actually think that my kid would never do that, or my kid's better. My kid, my kid should be playing on the A team. Why are they not playing on the A team? My kid is actually better than that kid. You know, like that is actually what makes." Uh, spoiled, entitled children. And I said to my daughter when I made her go talk to the teacher, obviously, as you should, because it was her homework, not mine. Yeah, I'm like, how'd that I'm go? Not. She did it. Yeah. She did it. it. And I said to her, the reason I do this is because this is an uncomfortable feeling for your age right now. In 10 years, you're going to have this uncomfortable feeling will never go away 
but what you're dealing with will get better. So you're learning how to take your uncomfortable feeling right now and apply it to the rest of your life. Because if you feel this for the first time at 21 years old when you're in university, not good. In that the problem is not talking to your teacher. The problem is you got expelled from school for cheating or something. Yeah, you, you, your mind will be blowing, fucking mind blowing. So this is teaching you all these little uncomfortable feelings are helping you piece it together for when you're older. And you and I have lived in uncomfortable our whole lives. Mm-hmm. So uncomfortable doesn't make us uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Con- uncomfortable, just kind of weird, now makes us comfortable. And I think when we don't succeed, that's more comfortable for us than yep. actually succeeding. Yep. And I know we're successful and you guys are like, shut up with not succeeding. I mean by mainstream, standard, traditional situations. Yeah. You know? Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, we just don't expect much of ourselves, do we? We just we don't expect we what we created was a world that didn't exist. Yeah. What we didn't fit into was a world that existed. Yeah. So we created our own world that made sense to us. A whole new world. Don't what, you dare close. I know your we talk eyes. a lot about that. Musical interlude. I love that. Talk Brought to you, to you by, by Mum Truths. Okay. Um by Natalie Telfer, mm-hmm. who is an author <laughs> and a singer. You can download her audible book. <laughs> At uh, anywhere you can buy a anywhere book. Anywhere you can buy a book. Okay. I, I think that what people don't realize is that just challenge what challenge what traditional is and challenge what success is. Yep. And challenge what you you feel about yourself in the world because the measurements that people put up there, most of us fail at on the daily. Mm-hmm. But everyone just thinks that they're being successful because they're doing X, Y, and Z. But successful is the feeling you have about yourself every day, not about what other people are saying you're achieving or not achieving. And by the way, I do think that the world very slowly is changing is changing and people will realize this more do you know what i mean i think we're in a better place than we were before yes. i do i think that people are i just because i feel like um i'm waiting for the school system to catch up you know what i mean don't, just waiting for this okay. I, I'm, system I'm not sure that's gonna happen to wake up i mean like people in business and in 
in the world are starting to realize, even the people in those positions that did it all right, are starting to see that people who are doing it wrong are becoming as successful as them. And that's hopefully adjusting their brain and then the in turn how they teach their children. Can I tell you one thing that annoys the shit out of me? Okay. When people generalize that millennials are bad people. Oh my God. Like, I'm like, can we get over this conversation? Like, no, you sound so old when you say that because <laughs> you know what the grown up said about you? Like you were lazy, probably didn't know yeah. how to, you didn't walk a mile in my shoe. Like we need to stop that conversation. And if you think your millennials are lazy, like we have all millennials on our team, they work their asses off and we, we help them rise up. We don't put them down. Mm-hmm. And if they don't reach a level, we talk to them like grownups. But let's stop this conversation that millennials are good for nothings because actually sit down and talk to a millennial. You want someone who does it differently because they bring something new to the table and let them give them the space to actually work and try it on. And maybe they haven't all been taught the same way that you have learned. But that doesn't mean you can't meet somewhere and learn from each other. And they have a lot to learn from you. It drives They have a me. lot to learn from you. You have a lot to learn from them. But now we're even over millennials, and now we're on to what? Generation X? What? Yeah. What? Millennials are done. Shut up. Millennials are old. Well, we're a millennial. I know. So that's why. But we're on the other side but of But no, them. no, no. It's it's X. Like, I think I think that Alexis is an X. What? Yeah. Shut up. Google it. Well, anyways, uh, don't, don't. Don't look at millennials with a negative light because that just means you're old. Look at them like, what can you offer me and how can we work so that I can get the most out of you? Remember, they're also 20-something years old and they don't have the life experience and they probably do have a sense of entitlement because your brain doesn't even develop to your 25. So everyone just like, let's just support each other. Not Generation X. Maybe it's Generation Y. X, Y, Z. So this is people that are born in the mid 90s to the early 2000s so they could be yeah they'd be in their they could be in the 20s now shut up so she's a generation y or it's gen y it's a demographic cohort following generation x and preceding generation z researchers and popular media typically you use the early 80s as starting birth in mid 90s to early 2000s so those people are in the 20s, so millennials are done. It's, Holy it's Gen Y. shit. Well, anyways, okay. let's just stop generalizing like, <laughs> younger people yeah. as like, I, it's all the time. I'm like, when people say that, I look at me, you're so old. You are so, you're actually so oh, old. Oh, God, it's, who said it? Oh, every, listen to the conversation. No, I hear old people say it, but nobody, to my, it's right in front of my face. Oh, like, my, like, because my husband hires a lot of people. And like those people, I'm like, oh my! We hear it all when we're trying to hire someone. And they're like, those people, those like, millennials, oh, they're so entitled. That's oh, what they entitled. are. Entitled. No, they're not entitled. No, that's what people think. Say they yeah, are. It's honestly, I'm just like, well, you guys are the oldest people I've ever met in my just, whole entire life. Yeah, and if you are working with um, millennials and you have had that perspective before, look into what makes a millennial tick. It doesn't mean that they're not willing to work hard. It just means they have different priorities than you. And as we should, yes. And you know what? change the fucking world. Yeah. You know what? I hope my I hope my kids have, don't go near my vagina. I'm going You're near mine. Over. I can't go. You leaned over. Did you do, do you know anybody who's pierced the clitoris? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Did it hurt? Well, I didn't actually I can go into that conversation if you want. Like, I don't I don't know. I'm sure piercing You didn't ask her? Oh, I don't know. Also nipples, everything. Well, nipples would hurt. Well, I'm sure your, your clitoris is a nipple. Pardon? <laughs> your clitoris is a nipple in your vagina. 
They're not the same thing, are they? Pretty sure. God, you're so smart. <laughs> You know, Natalie. You know everything. Actually, I, know, I believe everything you say. I don't care if it's true or not. When I look at you and I ask you something, like, I, is it illegal to masturbate? I just want you to answer. I don't care if it's I right know. or wrong. I just want answers. You know what? I just know that um, in my heart, I know. A clitoris is a nipple. Well, I, I, I'm not going to. I'm just going to tell you what I think. That's, and that's my fact. That's perfect. That's my factual information. And that's why I turn to you. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you I don't know. No. I'm just going to no. give you an answer. That's what I like. That I believe. I literally tell people sometimes when I ask this thing and they, they, they hesitate. I'm like, no, no, just tell me what's yeah, on the no. tip of your brain. No, exactly. I don't Because care. everyone's got an answer. Like, And there's no right or wrong. Like, uh, clitoris is actually a penis, which is also a nipple. I'm going to go. Penises are nipples. Penis, nipple, clitoris, all the same, same genre. genre. Okay. Yeah. Well, Think about it. Nipples grow, shrink, produce things, squirt things. Wow. Wait, your clitoris give it squirts me. things? You can be a squirter. That doesn't come from your clitoris. How do you know? I don't. You pee from your clitoris. No, you <laughs> don't. No, yes. you don't. No, you don't. The same you, area. Okay. Yes. You think that you pee out no, of no. clitoris? No, no. Yes, a you do. It's called a urethra. Yeah, no, I know. No. It's in your clitoris. No, it's not in it. Yes, it is. No, people, help me here. <laughs> the you the urethra is not in the clitoris. Okay. Oh, wait, maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Oh my god, it is because it's yeah. like a little penis. Yes. Shut up right now. Yes. Shut your. Pa- yes. Wow. It's your clitoris. Clamato juice. <laughs> yeah, that's your search. Clitoris. Is your clitoris what? Um, a nipple. Like no, a nipple. Stop <laughs> oh, that is not. Yes. yes. That is not what we're asking. Yes, it we're is. We're asking, is the urethra in the clitoris? A, a nipple confusion. No, not nipple confusion. <laughs> is, uh, you is, can't say is a nipple like a clitoris. That's not, even, that's not even a real question. What do you mean? Well, that's like saying, are apples kind of like oranges? Like, okay. You, what's you the, why? Okay. I want to know if the urethra is in the clitoris. Is, what <laughs> is the urethra? Excuse me. Ask them. They're old. They would know. I know. they. Would. You know what? That's what people should be talking about at dinner parties. Yeah. Is the urethra <laughs> in the clitoris? In the clitoris. You know who fingers. knows this? Alexis oh. knows this. Oh, my God. Can She's we a call doctor. Her? She's a brain doctor. She totally knows this. Can we call her? I can't figure out where my urethra is. Is something wrong with me? Okay. When self-explain. Okay. Do an image. An image. Well, then we can see where the urethra is. Okay, fair. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Maybe he oh, knows. He knows. <laughs> the opening to the urethra yeah. is the tube that empties the bladder and carries urine yes. out of the body. I'm aware. It's located yes. below the clitoris. So not in it or on it, below it's, it. It's attached to it. Yeah. Our whole body's attached to everything. No, no, no. They're like, they're like in the same genre. So in your brain, a clitoris is a, is a miniature penis with a tip on the end where you pee. It's actually factual. No, it said it's underneath. No, it's factual. A clitoris and the penis are the same thing. Well, hmm. It's factual. Hmm. Fact. That's not a cat fact. That's factual. <laughs> Is the window open? Yeah, yeah, it's open. I said they're old out loud. No, they didn't hear it. Are you Is sure because the, they're, they're old? Is they the hear? clitoris... Cl- a, a mini penis. I have two hands. You want Is me to try? the clitoris... A miniature penis. A penis. <laughs> it is. I know it is. It's not even a thing. Yeah, but it doesn't have a hole in it. Uh, seven stimulating facts mm. about the clitoris. If you don't have one, you have you know someone who does. <laughs> Thanks, tips. Also herpes. Uh, everyone's got herpes. <laughs> Just so you know. If you don't, you're getting it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Or you probably have it, you just don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's in there. Oh, it's a video. You know what? We're just not, it's, it's the size male pleasure. I don't know. You yet. know what? Let's just leave this a mystery. It Could is. you guys uh, leave a comment below? Is below our podcast. Yeah, below, below. <laughs> my new vagina almost ruined my partner's penis. <gasps> Why does she have a new vagina? Oh, she my. got vaginal rejuvenation. You know what Dr. Perlman told me? No, don't tell me. She said that girls, young girls, are having um, having surgery to um, tighten their vaginas for. Ple- better pleasure for a man and in turn are ruining through scar tissue and everything ruining their vaginas you know what this has got to stop instagram has got to stop oh wow instagram I, and vaginas and i'm just saying like in like porn porn hub it's crazy what's doing to the world what a, a charcuterie all right guys listen no one wants to know if i have a pump to blow up a mattress uh later hosen later hosen go fuck yourself later hosen take that for whatever you want it to be come on over to instagram and just hang out with us okay like come on what's going on in your life that you can't come to instagram with us like don't you want to hang out with live. us we're free friends we, we don't need anything yeah, in return i don't want to sleep with you i don't want to even cuddle i don't want to hug i just no. want to be together so we're just, not alone i just want to be with you I, I want i want us to be together i want us to be together all of you uh you just subscribe to this while you're at it yeah. it downloads right to your phone it's like a free for, oh, it's free too we give this away for free everything we give our souls away for free damn it bye <laughs>